Close your eyes. Imagine your favorite bar. Envision a perfect drink in your hand. You're sitting alone until a friendly stranger sits next to you and with a wink raises their glass to you. Over the course of the next hour, you chat, laugh, and drink in their story before parting ways with a smile on your face. This is a toast and a tale. Good evening. This is Marissa Rothermel. I am here. It's a toast and a tale, and I am so excited to have you listening in. I am here with Margaret Goldman, who, full disclaimer, before uh, we logged on today, I made sure I was saying her name right because somebody said it wrong recently around me, and I panicked. I panicked. So, yay. Hi, Margaret. How are you? Hi. I mean, I grew up, you know, I'm a Marissa. So, of course, everyone called me Melissa my entire life. So I'm very familiar with the mispronounced name. And then, you know, even if you said it right, nobody could spell it. Uh, I love my name. I'm totally good with it. But can I tell you that the weirdest moment I had regarding my name, I was waitressing. Um, I used to do the graveyard shift at a Denny's restaurant uh, when okay. I was young, young, like 16, 17, 18. Uh, I'm oh, not wow. sure it was entirely legal, but I did it <laughs> anyway. Uh, these, you know. It was, it was wild times back then, early, the <laughs> early aughts. And um, so I'm sitting there and I'm serving coffee to this guy and he was kind of creepy like that. I, there's no way around saying that, well, but mean, he was a regular, at Denny's. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was a regular, always sat at the bar and then he would always have his coat over his lap. This is important to you later. So oh. he's there and I'm leaning over to scoop ice cream out of uh, like you see you can order a milkshake there and you gotta you gotta lean over to scoop the ice cream it's deep down in the freezer right and he goes hey do you know something i was like yeah i know lots of things he goes do you know your your name spelled backwards is ass i ram and i was like i think i should quit my job oh wow (laughs) like sir i'm not sure that uh uh i'm old enough for you to be telling me that but (laughs) thank you because my name is forever marred with this uh but it's now my fun favorite you know fact about my name so this guy right turns out he was doing some very lewd things underneath his coat jacket and later got arrested for that oh my god i was gonna ask were there pants underneath that coat (laughs) yeah it was not accidental that he was sitting right behind the ice cream scooping station so but fun times on the graveyard shift at jenny's (laughs) man and now i know a fact about my i didn't know and with that we start our show (laughs) (laughs) so first let's take a sip hello i've got a negroni tonight my husband made it for me i'm pretty pumped i haven't had one in a while what are you drinking today i'm drinking a a glass of freak show which is a red cab so Mm. i love freak show it's from uh, michael and david vineyard over in lodi oh i love lodi they have, they make uh, like seven deadly zins. Mm-hmm. Um, they've made, uh, Inkblot is my favorite, but uh, we have Freak Show and I love it. That is, love it. yeah, that is definitely a good one, Freak Show. Uh, and seven deadly zins is like my go-to if I have to grab something off the shelves that I yep. don't know about. It's come down to seven deadly zins and 19 crimes. Have you had any of the uh, 19 yes. crimes ones? <gasps> I have, I have. 
Is that the one that you can put your camera over? It is. Yes. That one is fun because then the pictures come alive and yes. you hear like what their actual crime was, why they're featured on the bottle. And then I don't know if you know this, but Snoop Dogg has his own 19 crimes wine. I did not know that. And it's actually one of the best ones. I'm not kidding you. Really? I'm having wow. someone who's done her research and tried like the entire line of uh, 19 crimes wine for, for science. How many are there? Many. <laughs> If you count the whites and the reds, there's got to be, there's probably 10 or 12. Oh, wow. Of different, different varietals. Yeah. There's, it's up there. Now I'm going to go count after the show, but it is <laughs> up there, but Snoop is the best one. You gotta, you gotta drink Snoop. I do have to try that one. I've seen it uh, at Trader Joe's, but I haven't actually, you know, just, I never saw the label or, or did mm -hmm. anything, you know, with my camera in Trader Joe's, <laughs> but I will pick it up. Because yeah. That, that does sound really cool. Yeah, it is very cool. It is very cool. I never pass on the Snoop, the Snoop wine. So <laughs> let's get this party started. Round one. Who are you and what three words would you use to describe yourself? So before you begin, <laughs> when I was reading about <laughs> these rounds, I was actually thinking like, are we taking gulps during each round? We are could. we doing cheers to the camera during these rounds or I love like, these ideas uh, they were just creative uh names at the time but I kind of thought somebody someday might bring up something like that <laughs> there are intentionally 10 because one of my so favorite songs is 10 rounds with Jose Cuervo okay uh, which is a country song uh so yeah I, I went with 10 rounds and I said someday someone's gonna call me out on this and I'm gonna go 10 rounds with them but I love that idea how do you want to embrace this tonight? well I don't know I mean I you know I I know that they after hearing last week's um uh, you know episode I know that there were chapters and everything but I was thinking oh maybe I should a very hefty glass of wine because I don't know if I'm going to need a refill or mm. or I'm just going to be taking sips throughout. I mean, I didn't know what to expect. So I, I have a very heavy, in my friend's glass, by the way, it's a friend's glass. I know you can't really see it. But I it love is a that you have glass. your friend's glass. That's the second <laughs> friend's glass on this show then. Because really? David in episode one also was drinking wine <laughs> from a friend's awesome. glass. There is oh, there's a subtext to the show. I love it. It's because we're all friends. That's what it is. Yes. Yes. So I don't know. I think I, I think I like that. Let's have a sip with every round tonight. Okay. That's perfect. And then I'll all let right, you so in on start a secret. With it. I'll let you in <laughs> on a secret. We have this thing called a pause button and editing. Okay. Because there have been people who have had to stop and refill their glass before. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Well, I, I I don't think I'll need to. You came prepared for a class. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. That's good. A plus. Well, in that case, let's do All it. Right. Round one. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> All right. Uh, round one. Okay. So my name is Margaret Goldman. And three words to describe myself. So this one is, is actually, you know, I, I'll start with like cautious. So I'm a very cautious person. I'm very much like you know, plan B, C, D before plan A even happens. Um, you know, I'm just very much like, okay, uh, this is, you know, who, who are we going to see? Who, where are we going to be? You know, is, is there going to be like a good lighting? You know, we're going to be having to look around our, you know, our backs every single time. Yeah. So I'm very cautious. Um, and uh, that's very much a, like a, I don't know, I know we had talked about the Enneagram before, but um, I'm very much a six. <laughs> so if anyone is, anyone is listening and they are a six as well, you know, I'm right there with you. Uh, so very much cautious. Um, I say creative. 
I definitely like to be creative and make gifts for people. And, um, you know, I look at things on Pinterest and I'm, oh, I can do that. And I love unlocking my creative side with painting and crafts. And, you know, now the little one is, is into coloring and painting. So I love doing that with her, even though as I'm drawing something, she's just screwing all over it. So, you know, she's making her own little masterpiece. So, and then um, my third one is, you know, probably loyal. I, I do like to make sure that I'm there for loved ones and, you know, friends and everybody and in all stages of my life, just basically, you know, being there for someone and uh, just knowing that they're not alone and here to listen if anything. So I feel like I'm always there. You are always there. I can, I can vouch for that. You are always there. You are (laughs) one of the most accessible people I know. You are all, that is a great word, loyal, because you are, you are always available. It doesn't matter, you know, what the need is or if it's just a high, like, it you you can always be reached and you're always ready with you know a conversation or a check-in like you check right, yeah. on people that is I do awesome people strive to develop that characteristic and you just kind of do it yeah yeah I just you know it's just something that I don't know I don't I've always been like that I've always been you know the, the friend that if we all go out and we're all going out like drinking or, or whatever I'm always like I'm going to be the one taking care of everybody. I'm the one like, don't even worry. You guys can get shit face drunk and I will take care of everything. You know, I like, got I, you. <laughs> I got you. I got I you. Love sure that. That. I love so. that. Good for you. And I appreciate that. Uh, Margaret and I work for the same uh, agency company, whatever you want to say during our real life hours. And um, <laughs> she and I have never met in real, real life, uh, but somehow we became friends and just talk on Slack. And I don't really know how all that started because I don't think we've actually ever crossed paths on a project or anything, but here we are. Here we are. I think, I think it's just having the little ones, you know, so close in age just kind of brought us together. Like, are you experiencing teething? Are you experiencing (laughs) sleepless nights? Like that's how our conversation can I tell you about my struggles with my child who keeps becoming nude all of a sudden? Can I just, can we, can we vent about this? <laughs> it's a real oh. scenario. Oh my God. Yeah. My daughter right now with the nudity, I didn't send you this picture because we talked through a work channel, but yeah. uh, yesterday morning I went in and this happened in a matter of seconds because I'm watching her on her monitor right but when she wakes up I give her a little time you know like settle into your day I don't want you to get used to being brought out immediately she's not the kid who climbs out of her crib yay yet (laughs) except somewhere I, I have an office which is like across a hallway to her room and in those couple seconds where I stood up from my computer turned off the monitor walked across the hallway naked as a jaybird Oh, Come, wow. diaper, all of it, everything gone. And she's sitting there reading books. I'm like, oh, wow. I'm sorry. Where <laughs> did all of your clothing go? All of it. <laughs> and she's just like, look what I did. I was like, no, 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 no. Let's not start this. So today I got across the hallway, lightning, lightning speed. I'll tell you. And she's just laughing because she knew that's why I ran in there. She totally knew. She's like, you were watching me on the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I figured out how to get you to move faster. Go me. Oh my goodness. But I do. Or how you bet you already started with potty training, right? Oh yeah. She's really great at doing everything except going on the potty. 
She oh, knows okay. the whole routine. And then when she starts to go while on the potty, she gets so freaked out that she stands up and goes next to it. So uh, <laughs> we got some work to do. <laughs> we haven't even started yet. So if you come up with any tips or tricks, you know, let me know. I'll let you know. So far, it's have lots of floor cleaner handy. <laughs> That's about it. She's really great at taking care of her dolls, though. Like they get diapered all the time like the full shebang wiped and and all put together and what she wants to wash the doll's hands she sits them on the on the potty she'll pretend to count to them she can only say two so it sounds like two two right. you know etc <laughs> but she's trying she's got it down it's just you know we're close we're close i'm really hoping that with daycare like she's got half day daycare coming up I'm like maybe got some peer modeling maybe you'll see that it goes in not next to and we'll then she'll just throw a wild card at you and be oh like, oh, changing Babies. it up. <laughs> Babies. I tell you, they're the best. Yes. They're the best crazy they little are. things. They are. Uh, I can go on and on and on about all the craziness that I think, does, but Yeah, I think I need like a third podcast where it's just mom talk. I know those <laughs> exist, but... Boy, I got so many people. I just want to hear all of their baby stories and just like, <laughs> I experienced that. Oh, well, well, I am thirsty. So let's yes, do yes. round two. Yes. Cheers oh, again. man, I think we kind of answered this, but we're going to do it anyway. What are you drinking? And three words so, to describe it. So I am, again, drinking The Freak Show um, by Michael and David. And three words to describe it. Uh, are you an Office fan, by the way? There. So in the words of Michael Scott, it has an oaky afterbirth taste. <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jim, my friend Jim right now, who doesn't miss an episode of this. I don't remember this at all, but he won't let me forget about it. Years upon years ago, I was teaching him how to taste whiskey. And uh -huh. I was asking him if it tasted oaky, but evidently in my stupor, I was asking him like every two seconds, like how much oaky tasted. So now right. every time I see him, he's like, oh yeah, is that oaky? I was wondering <laughs> if it was oaky. How's that milk? Is it oaky? It's okay. <laughs> so shout out shout That's out so to funny. Jim on that. <laughs> That's so funny. Um uh, yeah, no, so uh, my husband and I are big office fans. Um uh, so it's I mean, I'm not really good with wine tasting per se. So I mean it's very it's very sweet, it's rich. I mean, I don't even know if that's even, those are even good words to describe it. Um uh, you know, like I, I never really was into wine until the last seven, seven years or so. I was always, you know, I would drink beer, drink, you know, liquor with mixed drinks and everything like that. And then I went to a wedding and a good friend of mine, um, one of my best friends actually, she had, uh, she was drinking white Zinfandel. Oh yeah. And then I, I was like, Oh, it's a really pretty color wine. And so then I was there to white wines to red wines. And, uh, we joined a club. We actually joined the Michael and David club one time. Um, and then we had a child and, you know, <laughs> The expenses, <laughs> the expenses change, um, but uh, yeah, we do, we definitely love red wine. I, I I don't know too much about wine, but I do know what I don't like. So I, you know, whenever he gets a wine, he'll ask how it is, and if I don't like it, he'll just say, "Oh man, I knew it. It's a French wine. I don't like French wine." I'm like, well, then why are you getting French wine? He's like, "Well, I like French wine." <laughs> I'm like, "Well, I don't like it." And then why are you like tricking me into drinking it? Like, if you know I don't like it. Um, but I do like California wine. I like, uh, Spanish. I like Italian. So we kind of switched it up a little bit. So this one is in Lodi. Um, and I had not been there. My husband went there just a few years ago. Um, he stopped by Lodi and, you know, and, and had some, some, uh, some wine tasting with our dog there. 
dog did not drink, but I was going to say, like, tell me more about wine for dogs. <laughs> he was accompanying him, but um, I make it out there and, and get to try it in person. I follow them on Instagram and everything. Um, just, they have really good wine and it's family owned brothers that own it, you know, so it's pretty cool. That's awesome. I'm not familiar. Like, I mean, I knew about freak show, but I've not, I didn't realize the whole winery. I don't know that winery story. So I'll have to look into it. Right. We'll tag them. See if we can get you endorsed to try all the wines. (laughs) Maybe they'll make dog wine. I mean, maybe (laughs) that's next. Right. (laughs) Dog wine. It's funny that you're like, oh yeah, you know, subscriptions and stuff have to get canceled when you have kids. Wouldn't it be great? Like if you birth a child and be like, here's your free year of wine subscriptions. (laughs) Right. Congratulations. Here you go. Here you go. All right. For the first couple months, we'll give you the lower ABV stuff. And then, you know, when they start teething, we're going to, we're going to knock you up to like a port wine. (laughs) But I don't know. Wine subscriptions. I think that'd be very good for new parents. I think that's that's something we could explore. It should be like a gift for everybody. Like, you know, yeah, we got all the other, we got all the diapers and everything like that. Just get us some wine. Well, there's a wine called uh, Mommy's Time Out and Daddy's Day Out. And they're like, it's a red and a white. Oh, and I is, like that. Yeah, it's two of my favorite baby shower gifts. If I can find <laughs> it when I'm going to a baby shower, those bottles are always in there because I was like, <laughs> you're going to need those. I like that. Oh, wow. It's really cute. That's really cute. Their labels are very cute, too. Oh, I got to look that up then. Are they, can, can you get them in the stores? Like, just, yeah. or you have to order in the, okay. No, you can just buy them in the stores. Yep. They're not even wow. particularly expensive, but they're decent wines. I think $10, $12, maybe. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, accessible. That's not bad. Accessible, cute labels, you know, and they look nice in a gift basket, you know, amongst the diapers and, and onesies. <laughs> So you got to think of the parent too. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's, you know, and it's funny because, you know, you know, splurged on some bottles, you know, for special occasions and everything, but, you know, we normally buy in the teens or so, or in the Mm -hmm. twenties. And, um, you know, it's funny though, because I, I, one of my other best friends had asked me, so I'm going to a party and I need to get like a really cheap bottle of wine. Do you know of any? Cause you and Ross drink wine all the time. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I said, uh, I don't really know of any really cheap wine. And she was just like, oh my God, you need to get off your horse and come down and join us because you have become a wine snob. I'm like, I have not become a wine snob. I don't think that I have become a wine. I just, I just don't, I don't know. I just, we drink, we drink good wine. Our, our palates have changed over the years of drinking different kinds of wine. My parents love to find the cheapest, decent wine possible. For a while, I think it was called Loon Lake they were drinking. I think it was Riesling. They were getting it for like $3.99, $4.99 per bottle. I was like, that has got to be trash. And so I drank it and I was like, you know what? It's not going to win awards, but darn, it ain't bad with food. It ain't bad, right? <laughs> That, you know, if it's the third bottle you're opening for the night, then <laughs> nobody it cares. Good. <laughs> it's tastes fine. good right then. It's fine. Bring out the loon. No problem. That is so funny. All right. Round three. Have a drink. All right. Me. Round three. Yeah. Where are you living now and where have you lived before? So I am a native Floridian, South Floridian, and I'm still living. <laughs> so I've never left. <laughs> I've been here my entire life. Um it's great, you know, we, it's great to, to have the same kind of season all year long, but then mm-hmm. in another way, it's not because, you know, in the, when I was in the classroom teaching winter to kids who live in South Florida, they didn't understand it's what a that was. concept, yeah, that's <laughs> right. 
What do you mean snow? Is that like? What is that? Why are those leaves shaped like that and not like palm trees? Yeah, it's (laughs) it's basically that. So yeah, no, I mean my husband as well is is a native Floridian, and you know that's why we escape and go to the mountains every chance we can. So definitely love the West and just love the fresh air and not that we don't love the beaches or anything, but I can tell you, you know, we do not go to the beach very often and we're about 20, 25 minutes away or so. Um, you know, we're, we're definitely, you know, if we're out in the mountains, that's where we're at and being in nature and everything. So have you ever considered moving to the mountains? We have, we have considered. So he's a teacher. So it's all about, um, making sure that he has a position out there, which I know that it's doable and we can do it. And we just, we've talked about it and it's just got to get the wheels in motion. Well, that's exciting. You'll have a nice mountain picturesque background if you ever do get out there, but you are an avid camper. You were talking about, didn't you just camp for like three weeks straight or something? Six weeks. Six weeks. Okay. Wow. I cut that in half. Um, (laughs) Capers. That's that's some serious camping. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you know, it's glancing. We have a, a camper. So yeah, we're, um, we love the camper life. Uh, you know, I never was into it growing up, you know, he always did. And he was in it with his family. And, you know, I never got into it until when we bought one. Uh, that was what this was our fifth summer doing this. So good for you. You know, I told him if you want me to go out cross country with you. I need my own bed. I need my own toilet, Mm -hmm. kitchen. And uh, we did it. And uh, it's honestly like the greatest thing ever. We take her home with us. We call it like hermit crabs, I guess, in a way we just take our home with us. We don't find another home on the way, but (laughs) I love that. We're like hermit crabs. That's awesome. (laughs) I, uh, I'm having an interesting withdrawal from camping because we were avid campers when we lived in New York, but we moved down to South Carolina in April, which is what, four months ago, something like that right now. And, um, you can't camp in the summer here. I've learned I mean, you can, but you're silly because it's really hot and the mosquitoes will actually eat you like a lot. It's not, you know, the camping season here is, you know, fall, winter, early spring, which I guess I knew, but I wasn't mentally prepared for because for some reason I thought we were still going to go camping this summer. So that means I haven't gone camping since last October and that's far too long for me. We've spent all of this money on this beautiful hard shell pop-up camper And so we're going to go camping in the fall, but it's our evacuation plan because we have two large dogs. And I'm like, I don't want to really go to a hotel with dogs. That sounds annoying. It's going to be so expensive. So I was like, well, we're going to take our camper. So if we have to evacuate due to a hurricane, we're going to go camping. And so now I have mixed feelings about hurricane season. Not that I want to evacuate, but do kind of want to go camping, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're just going to drive inland for, you know, outside of the danger range and, and camp for a little while and come back when the chaos is over. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I now have, you know, we talked about hurricane season early on when I moved, uh, now that we have that as the evacuation plan, I'm, I'm kind of like, hmm, I mean, maybe evacuating's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But, well, that's what, you know, a, a few years ago, um, you know, we had a, a hurricane, a big hurricane scare coming to us. And uh, so many people were escaping, you know, they were evacuating out of Florida. And, um, 
you know, we stayed back, but, you know, we were like thinking, oh, okay, well, you know, we could just take our, our home with us and, you know, yeah. and it will be okay. And uh, we ended up staying, but um, that was, you know, an option. And so, yeah, it makes, it makes it a little easier to, uh, to get up and go if needed. It does. You know, we leave our camper partially packed, you know, and then we have now our emergency suitcases and our emergency provisions packed. I'm like, we could be out of here in 2030. It's <laughs> no big deal. And then it's just an adventure. I do love an adventure. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, you know, continue listening to find out if I escaped any hurricanes. <laughs> if the show suddenly stopped, I was not successful. <laughs> well, well, so I mean, the hurricane season is ends in November. So we yeah, it's got plenty time. of time. Plenty of time. <laughs> Oh, man. All right. Let's see. How about uh, round four? Oh, round four. Round four. Hey, hey. What are you doing for work? I still don't know the answer to this. And (laughs) if you could do anything else, what would it be? No, I kind of know. I kind of know. Sort of. Well, Emily already had described, you know, our company. So so, um, I'm basically like I do uh, on the product side. I'm on the technology side of it. So just supporting our um, providers, our uh, our clients, our development team, just kind of being that liaison between the two of them and doing project managing. So that's pretty much it in a nutshell. <laughs> there you go. And you've done a ton of other things education yes. related before. Is, yes. So yeah. if you could do anything else, what would it be? Um, well, if I could do anything else, I definitely would I've talked about this with my husband many times. Um, I would love to work for like a bakery and just a little mom and pop shop. You know, we've seen so many cross country and just to see like, they're always in a great mood and everyone that goes in there isn't always like always in a great mood because you're just going to have pastries and As I say, you're and- making carbs and coffee for a living. <laughs> what is there not to like? <laughs> smells so good in there. It's what pastry would you specialize in? Are you talking like cake decorating or like you want to make a croissant? No, I would. I would actually just want to just take their money. Like they'd be the cashier. Like I wouldn't even want, I I wouldn't even want to bake or do anything. Just like be a greeter that I'm just kidding. No, I would just want to just be working there and, and helping, uh, you know, helping the owner or whatever. Like we've seen like ones where like the baker gets there like three o'clock in the morning. I don't know if I could do that, but I could, I can help, you know, set everything up and everything like that. I feel like that would be such a, a great job just to meet different kinds of people all over the place. Some regulars coming in, you know, just kind of be in the, in the moment of seeing life. I don't know pass in front of you in the sense of, you know, just everyone kind of coming in doing their own thing, getting their own uh, coffees and desserts and whatnot, and just going on with their lives and meeting different people. I think that'd be kind of cool. That sounds really nice and relaxing. I, I get yeah, that. I, I, like I, that. I feel like it would be just so nice. Just, yeah, I, we, we would sit there and talk to the owners, you know, the people in these, these places and just kind of get to another little life story. And man, that sounds, that sounds so cool. Like, let's do it. <laughs> I think you need to do it. I think you need to move to the mountains and you need to open a little bake shop. Open or, a little or, bakery, yeah. or even if you don't want to open your own, just find a bake shop just in the find mountains. One work yeah, yeah. I, they got to hire occasionally, right? That sounds yeah, good. And then yeah. send me pastries because, you're, <laughs> because your dream started here. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I would like a note here. to be included. Pairs well with Pinot. Pairs well okay. with Cabernet Sauvignon, et cetera. 
That would be a lot of fun. I, I've never considered working in a bakery. Imagine how good you would smell at the end of the day. That's, you know, and that's something that I thought of too. I mean, just imagine just coming home and smelling like cookies and muffins. Just, I would be okay oh, with that. that. Sounds, if that was that my signature like scent. Yeah. I'm like, all right, today I'm a cinnamon roll. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, sounds delightful. I'm going to do right, it. Well, I'm, I'm hungry. Good. So. When we hang up here, I'll be finding a pastry. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So bake shop. That's perfect. Thank you for my uh, late night uh, carbohydrate intake. That's going to happen after this conversation. Uh, Let's round five. Share a high point in your life or something you are personally proud of. Well, I mean, to me, it was, it was something huge. It was, I read something in high school. It was a poem by Maya Angelou and it was in the poem. It said, you know, a woman should live on her own. You know, I can't remember the exact line of it, but it was, you know, even if you don't need to or want to, um, a woman should live by herself at some point. And so that was something that kind of stayed with me. And, you know, after college, you know, I, I, I lived at home throughout college uh, and commuted, but then afterwards I'm like, you know what, I, I want to live on my, by myself. Like I, I got, you know, I lived by myself for about two years and I didn't want any roommates. I had friends who were like, oh, let's get a place together. And I'm like, no, I want to live by myself. And I feel like that was just so great. And not that living with my husband isn't great. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just a different feeling and being able to like learn more about myself and what I can do and what I couldn't do. And, you know, just kind of overcoming. I did have my dog with me. So, you know, I wasn't completely alone. Um, He was, he was such a great roommate. And, uh, you know, yeah, I just feel like that was something that was just a high time in my life. Like I had, I had friends over and I just didn't have to worry about anything. I didn't have to, you know, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna leave this dish in the sink. Why? Because I live by myself. Who cares? I can. I can look at me. I'm rebelling. I'm rebelling against myself. (laughs) I'm going to leave this fork right here. (laughs) I'm going to eat pastries in bed. (laughs) You know, I love that. I'm going to look up that poem because I wish that was something I had more drive to do because I was the polar opposite. I did not know how to be alone. Mm. I had and rented my own place. And yet there was always someone there. And <laughs> I I invited that. You know what I mean? Right, they were paying right. rent, but it was like I didn't know what to do with myself if I was alone. Hmm. And so I can probably count if I used all of my fingers and toes, the number of nights where I've been completely alone in my entire life. I've just not been able to do that. I don't I'm still uncomfortable with it. I think. My husband just went away for, I think, four days and I was fine because I had my daughter, you know, and then I had some family and friends that lived near here. I was able to see them, et cetera. But at night I still had my daughter and my pups. But I think if I didn't have her, I would have been like, all right, well, what, <laughs> what do I what do? Now? I don't, I don't know. What do I, do do? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Should I go clean finish unpacking the house that I moved into now that's work (laughs) yeah I don't I that's admirable it truly is and I'm gonna look up that poem because I think that's something I want to make sure my daughter gets in her mind you can be on your own and you should be on your own for a period of time good for you I yeah I I I definitely you know I think about that time and you know I I 
I learned so much and, you know, and I'm glad that I took that time to do that. I was okay with just a year. It ended up being two years and I was okay with that too. And, but then again, I've, I've never had roommates. So I, I lived with my family and then lived by myself and then moved in with my husband. So that was an adjustment for me. He's, you know, he grew up, you know, at home and then went to, you know, went to college, had roommates and everything like that. So, uh, so that was an adjustment period for me, like just yeah. living with someone else. That's not my family. And, um, but it was, it was totally fine. Like I, you know, it was, it was great. And I don't know, it was just such a great period in my, in my life where I was able to just be just proud that I can do this, you know? Yeah. Proud yeah that independence and, and all the things you learn about surviving on your own. And yeah. Yeah. I, you know, chips and cheese dip can be dinner. It really can. It really can. I that's totally my go to. I'm like, well, I'm on my own. Gonna have a bowl of cereal tonight. You know? <laughs> that's about it. I cooked. <laughs> I am capable of cooking, but Yeah, right. Well, here's the thing. I, like I said, my husband went away for four days, right? I cooked one thing while he was gone. I mean, like I make these little things for my daughter, sure, but like I made one dish and it was a macaroni salad that he doesn't eat. And I was like, well, <laughs> he's not here. So I'm going to make here. this. <laughs> and so I feel like I could probably survive on my own, but uh, probably maybe survive. there'd be a lot of macaroni. <laughs> I, was, I had to go to the store and they were out of elbow noodles. Who runs out of elbow noodles? What? Right? I know they were out of elbow noodles. I feel so like I, there is elbow noodles in everything. That, you know, well, I think that might've been the problem. The, yeah. The, it is everything. in everything. What? But I mean, my grocery store is kind of small. All right. But they didn't have whole wheat variety. They didn't have made with red lentils variety. They didn't have super veggie variety. They had no elbow needles except for the gluten-free ones. So when I was like, well, it's macaroni salad. I can't not have elbows. So I got the gluten-free ones. And it took a little finagling. You really need to rinse them with cold water immediately. It says warm, but I found cold worked better in my mini experimentation that I did and uh the cold new like making it cold really fast to keep it from sticking together worked really well and so my gluten-free pasta came out kind of delicious and then I brought it over to two families the next night and they all raved about it so I'm basically an expert chef is what I'm saying (laughs) basically basically (laughs) specializing in (laughs) gluten-free I don't exaggerate at all friends not at all (laughs) No, some some gluten free options are are a lot better. I, you they know, are. they're they're more tasty, and uh, you know, I have no problem with it. I, you know, we have some family members who are are gluten free, you know, eaters, and I have no problem sharing those meals with them. You know that they're yeah. for them, but I I have no problem taking. Part well, in that. my mother in law is going to be down in a few weeks, and I'm super excited for that because she does. She is electively gluten free, and now I'm going to make her eat macaroni salad with me. <laughs> I know, <laughs> like I made this. this, and now you eat it. Kyle's not going to eat any. My daughter will. (laughs) All right. So you lived on your own. So that's Mm -hmm. your high point. But is that the same as round six? Oh, cheers. Share a challenge in your life that you've overcome. Um, Well, it kind of ties in with that. Um, I lost my father, uh, you know, when I was 26 years old, and it was just before I started living on my own. So it was more of like, so that was a challenge in itself. And just overcoming, you know, I I was with him, you know, for everything. And, you know, losing a parent is, 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 is devastating. And now going through all these milestones, as I got older, um, you know, were the challenge. So living on my own was a challenge Mm because, 
you know, go just going through all these milestones and becoming an adult and then becoming a parent without one of your parents. It's, you know, it's just been, it's been a challenge and it's, it's always yeah. a challenge. And how ha, did you find strategies that worked for you to come over that or like a mantra or how did you, how did you survive that? You know, just have a really amazing support group and some, you know, really great community with fa family and friends together and just reach out. And I'm one to kind of want to do things on my own in a way. Um, but, you know, I had to learn to, you know, reach out if I needed anything. And um, yeah, it was just, it was just something that uh, just kind of, you powered through. Yeah, yeah you know, and it's in difficult, difficult times. And definitely, you know, he was the best. So definitely want to have the little one, you know, remember him the way I remembered him, even though she won't have any memory of him yeah. or anything. So, you know, it's just it's a difficult time and just kind of going through adulthood. You know, it's just, it's hard, you know, when you have, when you, when you need that one person and, you know, they're not there. And so you, my husband has been amazing and, you know, we had just started dating in the beginning um, when, when my dad passed. So he tells me all the time and it breaks my heart. He's like, oh, I, I wish I like, you know, he only had like two conversations with my dad before he passed. So, you know, you know, him saying, you know, I wish I had more of a, you know, relationship with him and got to know him more. And so, yeah, it's just moving on, you know, things, things that he would have done and said and you know, I would kind of just keep that in the back of my mind. And that kind of helped me get through things like my dad would have said this, <laughs> my dad would yeah. have said, stop overthinking, my dad would have said, just do it. And, you know, and so that's, that's huge. That's and how to, I've been doing it. To make sure your daughter knows him, even if yeah. she didn't is, is so beautiful. That's wonderful. What, what a tribute to him. Yeah. What's uh well, I got to ask, what's a favorite memory? Oh, there's so many though. There, he always used to tell me that he, like, if I always wanted something, even like, even, you know, all the way, like when I was in college and everything, and if I said, I wanted something like, oh, daddy, can I, can you get me this? And he would always say, I'll get you two. So like, it just always like, I don't know, it just always made me smile and, you know, things like that. So that's adorable. Um, yeah. I'll get you two. Like, oh, daddy, I, I, I want to get a car. I'll get you two. <laughs> that's it's really funny that you say that so I would say something like that to my father uh you know daddy I want a car and his response would be it's good to want <laughs> <laughs> growing up like that was that that was the phrase so now I find myself <laughs> saying that to my daughter it's like oh well it's good to want <laughs> <laughs> talk about a polar opposite uh <laughs> response yeah I mean he also my dad always told us that he was going to return us to kids are us too okay so I don't get to say that to Nora because there I don't think kids are us exist anymore but uh, I'm sure Walmart would take her she cute <laughs> I'm like, she's not broken she's just you know naked all the time now <laughs> don't put her out as a greeter <laughs> She can greet from behind a behind something. That would be behind fine. a sign, behind a you know yeah. a cardboard of a of a of a baby wearing right. clothes, <laughs> or put her in the children's clothing section. Okay, and then someone will remember. Oh, I see that naked individual. I should buy <laughs> I new clothes for my kid. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, maybe she's an inspiration. Maybe there's a long term gain from this nudity period. I don't. Know. <laughs> someone looked at my there phone is. right now of how many like nude pictures there are of my child <laughs> I would probably get questioned but that's just the reality of having a toddler I think most of my videos right now are her booking it across the house half naked and I'm like where did your pants go stop it 
considering duct tape. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we need to get these girls together. We need I know. to do we need to do like a like a mommy and me trip and go somewhere halfway or or that would you know, be maybe awesome. Disney. <laughs> sold. Heard and sold. <laughs> Tomorrow. Let's do it. Tomorrow. <laughs> Here in Florida, how far can it be? I have no concept of how large that state is. Disney is all of Florida. I understand that you live there. Emily lives there. Other people live there. I'm sorry. It's just it's just Disney state. It's <laughs> not state. one-sided at all. What about California? Do you think of Disneyland or it's... You know, I went to Disneyland and I was pretty disappointed. Oh. Uh, it was like... I've never been. Fine. Yeah. No, it's basically just a big theme park. It's not that immersive world experience. You okay. know, when I go to Disney World, it's basically phones off. Nobody get it's in touch experience. with me. Yeah, it's an experience. People wait on me, you know, hand and foot because they've got such wonderful cast members who are, you know, eh, and that's what they call the people that work in Disney cast members because they're all playing the part. Right, right, right. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So they have these wonderful cast members that just make sure that you are having the time of your life. And I and I do. I do. It's like the only place where I turn my brain completely off. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm on Mickey time and <laughs> nothing can break me out of this right now at all. <laughs> Put me See, on a monorail. I, I like Disney, but I don't go as often, which is, you know, it's, it's funny because we, you know, I live in the state and I, I went January of 2020, right before everything happened. Oh, wow. um, and then before that, where it was, I can't even remember when I went last. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I love Disney. I love Disney movies. I love the, I love the experience of Disney, but I don't, I, I don't really like crowds. Mm. <laughs> so, so, you know, the lot, when we went in January, I'm like, oh my God, there's just so many people. And uh, my husband's like, we're on their turf. You know, this was, you know, pre-baby. So it's like, we don't have kids. Like we're on their turf. We're on these families. Like, you know, we're in their way. Um, <laughs> There's nothing better than being a Disney adult. I'm sorry. That's fantastic. (laughs) Like, okay, sure. It's about the kids, but it's also (laughs) the grownups that go without kids. It's so much fun. But we did, we did have fun. We actually, we drove up in one day and went back. And so it was, it was very fun day. Um, You know, we actually had bought like the, some being Florida residents, we had bought the three day pass Mm -hmm. and uh, we never got to use the other two. So, you know, we had gotten our money back for that because a couple months later, the world shut down. So, um, but, uh, you know, we, we definitely want to go back and, and bring the little one and, you know, try the experience again. Hopefully it'll, hopefully she won't be afraid of the big characters or anything I don't know is she is yours afraid of of characters or anything so this past winter we went to some uh like winter holiday event where they had people in character so she would have been about 15 months at the time and I would say she was apprehensive but once she realized that they were waving to her and interacting with her she (laughs) circled right back so at first she was like oh that's a hard no and I think the only one yes. that she fully rejected was a very terrifying looking snowman. But I, she was hugging the reindeer, Santa, Mrs. Claus, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I think she's going to be all right with a character. I think. Okay. As long as there's no, you know, horrific snowman. I mean, this thing <laughs> had haunting eyes. I remember it oh, wow. very clearly. I it was not, it 
was not a well-costumed snowman. (laughs) It just wasn't. I guess people needed to be able to see out of it. Sure, that makes sense. But why do the eye holes need to be, you know, black holes? I I, I don't know. It was too much. It was too much. I was like, you know what? I would have picked to stay away from that one too. Good on you. Good intuition. Good intuition. But she was fine with the rest of it. So it's been a while since she has seen anything character-wise. But uh, I don't know. I guess it's time. (laughs) That you need to take a trip to Disney with her. I think so. In short order, just to make sure that she's comfortable around them. It's for her, really. Not me at all. Not at all. Not at all. I will say that they are so clean. I will say that about about Disney. You know, we, when I went for my, my bachelorette, God, I hope it's not that long ago, but um, like in 2015, we did Epcot and uh, me and my, my bridesmaids and um, we had, you know, I had a couple that you know, couldn't attend. And so we had made, they had made, my other bridesmaids had made, um, they called them a flat bridesmaids. So they had them with like a little, um, you know, they put, they hot glued them to a popsicle stick with a little like fake tutu on there. And, and, uh, you know, we walked around and when we took pictures, we had them hanging next to us and, um, we lost my sister-in-law on the popsicle stick. We lost her while drinking around the world. Yep. <laughs> no idea. And within, within seconds where she fell, she was no longer found. Like they are like ninjas with cleaning. Oh like gosh. I have no idea where, what happened. Someone must've come by and just swept her what? onto a, yeah. And put her away in the trash. And, you know, we felt <laughs> my, my friend who was the one who was responsible for my sister-in-law's uh, popsicle stick mm-hmm. um, felt really devastated by it. And she was like, I lost her. I lost her. Um, but yeah, it was like, but wait, this just happened. You just dropped her and she's gone. Like we didn't even see them cleaning her up. So yeah, Disney is very clean. I will say that. <laughs> that and is quick, the best. Like ninjas. So- yeah. The be- that's the best something went missing story at Disney World. I think <laughs> I've ever heard my poor flat bridesmaid. She just, she was gone. I swept up my sister-in-law. <laughs> I swept her up. I love that. <laughs> And then we went to, we, we went to like a, they had like a coloring station where they were coloring bears. Like kids were actually mm-hmm. coloring little bears on popsicle sticks. So mind you, we were wearing ears and tutus. So my friend, full grown adult is sitting in between all these children in her tutu, just coloring a bear because she needed to make up for my missing sister-in-law. So we ended up having pictures with a bear with my sister-in-law's name on it the whole rest of the trip. Can I tell you, I know exactly where you were when you were coloring <laughs> the bear. I have a perfect image of this because I was like, oh, yeah, well, it's the bear coloring station where they have them on popsicle sticks, of course. And I'm going, oh, my God, I might have a I might need an intervention someday, friend. <laughs> Not for the drinking podcast what? that what? I have, but for the Disney problem. <laughs> well, I forgot what country was that. Would you know? Would you happen to remember what country that was? It, Germany, maybe? It was the back corner of Germany. So Germany is a U and it would uh-huh. be the right side building where you can buy like soccer paraphernalia and you walk through <laughs> to uh the the past the cuckoo clocks because they sell cuckoo <laughs> clocks there so past the cuckoo clocks and like right almost as it starts to turn a u that's where the bear coloring station is ah and then okay. next to that is the beer garden uh restaurant wow you um, really are a disney fan <laughs> yeah and then next to that's the the liquor store where you can <laughs> yep and then there's like some glass store. I and don't then pay I attention. I don't go I to forgot. that store. <laughs> what happens after that? Yeah, I don't. It gets a little blurry there, but um, yeah, I, I know exactly where you were. I can I can okay. feel the air conditioned air. I really I've colored a bear there myself once or twice. <laughs> 
All right. I think I need another drink. Right. Round it. Yes. <laughs> Something you wish you had more time for. Uh, just like just being creative and coloring and painting and being crafty. Like that's something that I wish I had more time for. And I do when the little one goes down, but then by that time I'm like kind of checked out and I just, you know, but uh, that's something that I, I, I do wish I had more time for just to be more crafty. Yeah. I totally yeah. feel that. Is there something particularly you like to craft or work with, or is it just kind of that creativity throw something out there? Um, well, I like to paint. And so recently I've been, you know, kind of going down rabbit holes of, of artwork, like abstract artwork, and just having that itch to want to just create something and just not having the time or the materials, because I do have to paint, I just need to buy a canvas um, to do that. But yeah, it's just, yeah, that's something that I wish I had more time for. But then once I paint, I won't know what to do with all of that. <laughs> like, like, I can go into a whole thing of painting canvas after canvas but then I don't know what I would do with all of it art gallery why not oh okay why not <laughs> it's gotta be good someone will buy it there uh, you know someone art speaks to it. art speaks to everybody put it up on Facebook someone will love it I'm uh, sure yeah true <laughs> yeah I'll do that then whenever yeah. I have the time to do it whenever you have the time yeah exactly and I can relate to not having any creative juices left after the child goes down it's yeah. like I'm yeah. sorry this is this is my time now please <laughs> Please don't ask me to do anything. (laughs) I can get about as far as operating the remote and maybe having a snack. Yeah. (laughs) And that's about it. That's about it. Yes, exactly. So round nine, if you had a theme song, what would it be and why? Well, going with my, I guess, being a loyal person and then being obsessed with friends, you know, I guess it would be their theme song. By the remembrance, the I'll be there for I'll you. I'll be there for you. Yep, that's perfect. Yep. I was assuming that you were going to pick that, and I'm thrilled really? that you did. Yes. <laughs> if I had made a prediction, and that is what I should have done before this show, is recorded my prediction saying, I bet. <laughs> but it's perfect for you. It fits. It fits really well. And, you know, your friends' references do bring me great joy. Uh, Margaret has her hand in. Um, developing some of the software that we use or modeling the software and she has snuck some friends references into the fake (laughs) student names that we need to use and they crack me up when I find them they they bring me joy I like how much you enjoy the friends show oh yeah it's it's we have a um we have friends who are obsessed with friends and like when we get together we just literally just go we just have dialogues of friends dialogue and my husband is a big Seinfeld fan and so it's 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 he doesn't understand the friends universe mm. I don't understand the Seinfeld universe yeah they are much. they are quite different yeah they are quite yeah different that's funny so, uh yeah. right before we moved from Albany I was able to go see friends the musical oh uh, I did too did you get to see that yeah it they was came so down good. here oh yes yes it was great it was it, great it was all like all of all of just like making fun of, of the show and it was just so great I loved it it was amazing. I didn't go in knowing what to expect, uh-huh. uh, but it's like the one girls night I've ever gone out on. Uh, and so it was uh, like my best friend up in New York. She dragged me. She's like, we're going to go see friends. We're going to go see this. I was like, okay. So we left the daughter and with uh, my husband and her. I think they were married. Maybe they were just engaged at the time. I think they were married. Yeah. So, and and her husband at the time, and they watched the little kid and we went out and had a night on the town and it was just so great. And 
I don't know. Highly recommend. I don't know if that short show tours anymore, Friends the Musical, but if it does, everyone should go see it because it's hysterical. It really is. It's well done. It really is. Their casting was perfection. Oh, yeah. No. And all of their mannerisms, like, you know, just everything that they did, you know, you could tell like with with Rachel just always putting her hand on her stomach. I mean, down to a T. Like every scene, it was just the yeah. actress had her hand on her chest or, or I think it was belly. I forgot what it was. Yeah, but, they studied yeah. those characters beautifully. Yeah. It was wonderful. And the, the Chandler casting is what, what made yes. it for me. So, <laughs> yes. uh, All right, round 10. All right, round Here 10. Here we go. Round 10 flips to you. It's the Ask Me Anything round. Well, if you could visit any place in the world, where would you go and why? Any place in the world. Oh, man. I don't think I've ever given this thought. Really? Really. I don't know that I've ever given this thought. What's the first place that comes to mind? My husband really wanted to go to Fiji. Because I guess there's like okay. some crazy, was it turtle or monkey island or something like that? So that sounded cool <laughs> at some point. Where would I, you know? Oh, you know what? I do actually know where it is. And this is such a boring kind of answer. It's Alaska. Oh, that's not boring. I would it's love Alaska. To go to Alaska. That is like my bucket list place. It is. The answer is Alaska. I have always said that I would go to Alaska. I am toying with the idea of like doing it as a cruise now, but. I became obsessed with the state of Alaska. I thought I was going to live there for a while. Oh, I was wow. in the second grade. The second grade, we did like this unit of study on uh, Alaska and it was very immersive and I thought it was fascinating and we learned all about the cultures that were there. So I really want to go to Alaska and, and visit with as the Inuit, Inuit tribes and just learn a little bit about how they live and just see the wildlife that's out there and yeah alaska it would be alaska which you know i picked a domestic place but it is it's alaska i just want to see alaska is 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 it's just so remote you know so far away from from everything and and beautiful and i would love to go to alaska too that's on my bucket list too because i have my bucket list is of national parks oh nice so yeah yeah that's that's awesome i want to see a glacier I do. I really want to go see a glacier. I really want to see something completely different than what I've ever seen before. Mm -hmm. And I think that fits the bill. You know, I live in a fairly tropical area now. I've lived in New York, which has all four seasons. Uh, And I think, oddly, I think I might want to go, you know, like when they have, I want to go high enough where they have the 12 hours of dark. Oh, yeah. Or or 24 hours of dark. Or light. Yeah, or light. (laughs) Yeah. And I want to, I don't know. So I guess I might have to go a couple different times because- I want to experience what it's like to live in all darkness or all light yeah. for a period of time. Oh, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it's Alaska. It's Alaska. Where would you go? Um, oh, man. <laughs> Where I would like to go. Uh, uh, I would like to go to South Africa. Like I feel I've, I, um, I used to work many years ago with, with someone who lived there or who grew up there and, um, and just, talking about you know all the things that she's seen and done and you know I just I don't know it's just always so interesting we we had talked about going there on our honeymoon but we were just like let's stay local we went to Hawaii instead and so it was you know it was it's something that I've always wanted to do like just go to South Africa or even just go to Africa and you know my husband wants to hike over there and you know wow what is it is it Angel Falls over there Victoria Falls 
the huge, huge, huge waterfall that's over there. I think it's one of the biggest ones on, on Earth. Yeah. I can't remember what it is. Angel Falls might be a reference to a Disney movie. So I think it's Victoria Falls. <laughs> I think that might be the movie up. <laughs> yes, it is. I, think so. I came out of my mouth and I was like, oh no, what'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> you did it. You went back to the D word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's Victoria Falls. I could be wrong. Someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know. It looks beautiful. Very, very quickly. We toyed with the idea of going to Africa on our, on our honeymoon. Um, and then, you know, we ended up getting married in Mexico. So no honeymoon required. We were already there, but uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. That would be, that would be really cool. You know, there's a, there's a show on PBS that um, there aren't any songs and I know your little one likes songs, but mm. Molly from Molly of Denali. Oh, it rhymes. That's just as good. Right yeah. And it's, it's very educational too. Like, you know, we were watching it today and we were learning a lot about, about Alaska. So if you're, if you're interested, wow. there are no songs. That's so okay. I don't know how interested. <laughs> We're going to try it. Well, let me tell you that, uh, have you watched Mira, the Royal Detective on Disney plus? No, I have not. Oh, oh, what a joy that is. First of all, it's actually a wonderful show. Uh, it's about this little girl named Mira. We're going to circle back to that, Margaret, because I see your smile. Uh, <laughs> Mira, and she has been hired by the queen and they're in India, I believe it is, uh, to because she's very skilled at solving crimes, you know, from like the smallest of crimes or mysteries like any kid's show would have. Right. And I have learned a lot about the culture differences and like, you know, what a lunchtime looks over there, like a hot mm. lunch with these crazy stacked boxes and stuff. And I find it really a fascinating show. However, uh, the theme song is an earworm it, it's a problem because the platform we work on for our job is also named mira. mira so now every time somebody says that at work mental marissa goes mira it's mira royal detective and over and over and over again and i think i missed the first two sentences of whatever somebody's trying to tell me about my actual career because <laughs> i have a theme song so we have to watch that you know only on the weekends now yeah, no, I, I have just ongoing Daniel Tiger theme songs in my head. And uh, my husband, you know, this summer we were, we were out West and he was hiking and he's like, it's middle of the night. It's like one, one, two o'clock in the morning. He's hiking up a 14er and he's just thinking of the sorry song on Daniel Tiger. It's just like playing <laughs> in his head as he's like in the middle of the wilderness in the dark by himself, just Oh, that's singing, so funny. Singing, I'm sorry. What is it? Um, singing, I'm sorry is the first step. Then how can I help? <laughs> that's what you just had going on, on and on. So yeah, we always have Daniel Tiger songs in our head. That's fantastic. Oh, the joys of being a toddler parent. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Do check out Mira though. That way I can. I will. You in the I middle will. Of the you day. Said Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Yeah. Okay. Mira, the Royal Detective. I. It really Mira is a great okay. show. The theme song, I just, I need someone to feel my pain with me. <laughs> okay. I right. will definitely check it out. Fantastic. We are at the on tap section. So what are you working on right now? Or where can people find you on socials? Or like, what's your, what's your vibe as far as future projects? Um, well, professionally, we're, you know, just trying to, uh, you know, reach all youth with our mental health platform and, you know, helping entities, uh, you know, get to what they need. And um, personally, uh, I am, oh man, 
Well, I know that last we had spoken, like my goal was to try roller skating. I haven't done it yet, but that is on my list. Like I need to get a pair of skates and get out there and roller skate. Like that is something that I need, but it's more of just, okay, I need to get the courage to get them. Not so much the courage to get them, but just the, what do you call it? The motivation to get them then to actually go outside and do it. So you've got this. I that is, you. <laughs> thank you. Do you want well, roller skates of, or roller blades? Roller skates. Okay. Classic. I go school. Yeah. Yeah. I go down rabbit holes on social media of like people doing tricks on their roller skates. I'm like, I'm going to do that. I don't know <laughs> when, but I'm going to do that. Are you athletically inclined to be able to pull off tricks on roller skates? I probably could, you know, with practice, I probably could. I, I did dance for, you know, I was like at a dance studio for a little over 12 years and you know, I did cheerleading and, you know, I've done, you know, I've gone to uh, like, all, I've done some sports and stuff like that. So I, I feel like I'm pretty coordinated. Yeah. I um, mean, your list there indicates that you are. <laughs> okay. I peaked at bowling and even then half the time I hit my leg. So, so yeah, you're more coordinated than my, than I am. And I was pretty okay on roller skates and roller blades in my youth. So I'm sure. Yeah, I was too. I, I just have a fear of falling. That's my only thing. It's just my fear as well. It goes back to my whole caution thing. Like I just have like my fear of falling and um, yeah. So I want to make sure that I have all the protective gear and all of that, but I want to, I want to do it. I want, I've been saying it for so long and I'm one of those people that like, I have to go through with it. If I've been saying it for so long, I have to go through with it. I don't know when. When I have time tomorrow, get them, <laughs> let them stare at you and be like, you know what? There's no reason I can't go out right now with my skates and figure this out. I know. And I then start a, start a TikTok, start a TikTok, start a, start a TikTok. Instagram. Like, I want to watch this journey with you. You know, here's day one of me figuring this out. Here's day 18. Here's my trip to the emergency. No, I'm just kidding. You're going to be great. You're going to be great. It's going to be awesome. That's- I totally want to see this. No, that's if I was on skates. You're a coordinated individual. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be doing, you know, backflips in no time. Oh, God. That sounds so scary. I could never do a real backflip on my own feet, much less, (laughs) much less skates. You know, I know plenty of people who figured all that out on skis. I'm like, I would never even attempt that at all. Ever. No. Nothing has ever driven me. Mind. No. I've never been like, you know what? I could propel myself kind of in an upside down fashion as I'm doing this already unsafe thing. That would be right, cool. Right. Never once crossed my mind. <laughs> Ever once. It could my... be an, on accident when you are falling. Yes, exactly. It can look like it was done on purpose when it really wasn't. And I would run, if I, if I fell with style, I would 100% claim that just so we're clear. Like if I pulled off some amazing trick, you'd be like, that was completely intentional practiced for years and then about five minutes later be like oh my god I'm so glad I didn't die I didn't mean to do that at all (laughs) I'm in so much pain right now (laughs) so much pain everything hurts please take me to a doctor (laughs) who let me be on my own is this supposed to click like this (laughs) yeah I need an adult so all right our last thing to talk about as this is this hour has flown by uh, hour plus yeah uh it's happy hour so self-promotion, passion time, speak to something you want to spread the world, the word about. Oh, well, last night I watched a movie with my brother. My brother was in town and we watched this movie and I hope I don't butcher it. Let me, it's, it's called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. I think that's mm, what it's mm-hmm, called. Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you see it? No, but I've seen it advertised and it's on my watch list. So I was very, very hesitant in watching this because it just sounded just 
out there. Um, you know, it's with multi-universe, you know, concept and everything, but it all ties together in the end. And it's just the, the outcome, you know, the, the main idea of, of it was just, you know, you make every choice in life and it, you know, it, it takes you in different directions and just be kind. And, um, you know, we're so insignificant and we're so, we're so small in this massive universe and you know, we're, we're all in this together and it's just about human relationship. And I have not stopped thinking about this movie. Like oh, wow. My brother told me it was, it, I mean, it's very, it like hit deep on, on levels with, with relationships and meaning of life. And you would never think of that when you watch the commercial, it's so out there and, yeah. and it is crazy. It is some crazy, wow. crazy elements to it, but um, just something I get, you know, just what I took from it was, and, and something that I've always just wanted to put out there is just be nice, be kind. You don't know what people are going through. You don't know, um, you know, you don't know how, what, what path they're on, what path you will be on. And, you know, just be nice. You know, the, the negativity is just, you know, I've, I've been around that and, you know, it's, it's, it's just so exhausting, you know, to be negative and to be, um, you know, against everything and have a complaint about everything. And, you know, it's live life and do your best and be a good person. And that's, that's what you got to do. I love it. I love it. I, think I don't beautiful. know. I just, I think it's, it's just something like that. You know, I don't know. I, I saw some a quote one time that said, uh, like negativity is like, or uh, complaining about something is like sitting on a cactus, you know, you, you have a cactus, but you don't have to sit on it. Something like I'm totally butchering it right now, but it's, you know, <laughs> does that make sense? I don't even know if it makes sense. Love but... Whatever just happened there in those couple <laughs> seconds, you're like, I was saying something and then like, you got a cactus, but you don't have to sit on it. I feel like there were words in there somewhere that didn't quite make it to the microphone. So my, my very, my very, my very hefty <laughs> glass of wine is is pretty low right now. <laughs> this this taking a sip in between rounds. I don't, I don't know if you could do this. this. This might need to be how we go forward. I love it. That's Just so funny. Be kind. Be nice. Don't be negative. Like no one has time for that. Like you know, right. no one has time for that. I love that so person. much. And don't sit on a cactus. <laughs> don't sit on. You can have one, but just don't, but sit, don't on sit on it. It's not. I'm gonna find. Not what that I'm is gonna for. find that. I'm gonna find that. And I'm gonna send it to you because I'm totally butchering it. But that's the concept of it. You can have it. Just don't sit on it. <laughs> okay. So are we calling this episode "Don't Sit on a Cactus" or? Is that a spoiler? I don't, I don't really know. Do I just put a cactus emoji next to it and say, you know what? People will figure it out. They got to listen to the end. It's going to be totally confusing, oh but I think you know that's what? fantastic. Listen that's to great it. advice. Be kind. Don't sit on a cactus. All right. We are at the end of our time together and this has been wonderful. And so with my last sip, I hope you still have yes. some in yours. I do, I do want to toast to you, my dear. I was trying to come up with some, uh, you know, like Rachel and Ross references. I was trying to come <laughs> up with anything, but I want you to know that you, you are kind of like my Joey. Okay. You know, I can always count on for a laugh, but like also a friend, you know, you'd be that person who I think you think you're a Monica. Oh, yes, I do. Did I, I, have I told you this before? No. Oh. oh my God. I totally think I'm a Monica. No, you're not a Monica. 
I mean, oh. maybe you have Monica characteristics, but you're not a Monica. I, I yeah. really think that you're far too comfortable of a person to be anything more than like the safety net of a Joey. Now you're much smarter than a Joey. But <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> but if if a duck and a chicken needed rescuing, you would be uh, right yes. there. You would be yes. right there. Oh, and so, for sure. so you are the duck to my chicken. Aww. And I really love getting to know you tonight. And uh, I raise my glass to you and look Aww, forward to well, all of our adventures together in the future. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you. That was so nice. Always. I love talking to you. So well, thank I you appreciate it. Me. We'll put a duck and a chicken next to our uh, Slack things tomorrow and see, <laughs> yes. if, see if people ask next to the cactus. <laughs> yes. Well, like the emoji with the arms going like across yes. over the chest. Yes. Never. Don't sit never. on Never. Don't sit on a cactus. Ever. And with that, friends, cheers to you, Margaret. Cheers. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to A Toast and a Tale. We are so glad you could join us for a drink. Tune in next week to hear the tale of another amazing guest. Interested in being on the show? Find at A Toast and a Tale on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on our website, www.atoastandatale.com, where you can also find past guest information, our merch shop, and more. Please take a moment to like, subscribe, and share on your favorite listening and social media platforms, and we'll be back next Friday. Until then, may your troubles be less, your blessings be more, and nothing but happiness come through your door. Cheers to you.